Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Did you hear that they're actually censoring people uh, for expressing uh, at least some views? Well, who's in, in they? One, I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's... Was it the UK that was going? I forget who it was, but uh, somebody's going after YouTube and the allegation other... here is that YouTube is censoring certain accounts. Yep. So this was posted by Odyssey, which is where we do our live streaming. It, yeah, it's not just YouTube though. It, there's others that I think Twitter was doing it too. There, there's a few. There's a there's a few well, of the social media. At least all, a few. They're all run by the same deep state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be a fair uh, argument. So according to the Odyssey team post that they made earlier today, Odyssey, again, is the freedom-friendly streaming platform. It's also a video storage platform that is ultimately based on a protocol called Library, which is a uh, decentralized blockchain-based, what's the right word here, social or not social, well, I guess it does have a social aspect to it, but it's a media storage protocol. It's an uncensorable, mm-hmm. Library is an uncensorable media storage protocol. So that's what backs up the Odyssey system. And Odyssey, of course, is trying to compete with YouTube. They've created a pretty nice-looking platform that has existed now for a couple of years. And, uh, of course, whenever YouTube does something naughty, they usually comment on it over at the Odyssey social media. So they say here that apparently YouTube is now banning Ukraine war coverage, or at least some Ukraine war coverage. RT is like the first thing I would think that they would go after as far as, you know, the government and trying to take down pro-Russian content. But what I what, what's interesting, though, is that RT doesn't actually have that many uh, viewers for their videos. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the subscriber numbers are, but like a couple hundred thousand maybe for a video. It, okay. Their numbers aren't like they're I mean, not like. That's pretty sweet. I would be happy with that. I know. <laughs> that, I, that well, was what I was getting. OK, but we're like <laughs> little people, you know. Yeah. I, I, I expect when, you know, you get to millions of views for at least some of your videos, then you're kind of in the big leagues on YouTube as opposed mm-hmm. to I bet you thousand. if you went to CNN site they probably have some weak videos too they probably do but I didn't see Joe any... Rogan gets much better numbers than CNN exactly yeah, I don't think I see I, I didn't see a single video on like RT that was like a million views mm-hmm. so whereas if you look at ABC or CNN or any of these other channels well YouTube pushes those other channels by the way I'm so sure they search, do <laughs> if I'm you sure search for some sort of news yeah or whatever like for instance a good example of this would have been in the Ottawa uh, trucker convoy thing yep. that uh, I went to YouTube because I wanted to find live streams from from Ottawa, and so I type in Ottawa, and then of course it's like CBC, which is the government's official oh, yeah. propaganda in Canada, and then mm. the Toronto news, and then what you know all the official government-approved, government-sponsored news sources were first on the list, and you had to scroll quite a ways before you could get to the actual independent journalists. What is it that was meant when Putin said he intended to, quote, denazify the Ukraine government? Uh, That was one of his two goals in this invasion, which some people would call it an invasion. Other people would call it a a freedom fighting uh, excursion. (laughs) Yeah, Putin doesn't care about freedom. (laughs) No, of course not. Uh, But that his original reason ostensibly for going in was to back up the independence movements in the Donbass region of Ukraine, which is two states of Ukraine that had declared independence. That's what he says. That's what he says. The reason I think (laughs) that he's going in is because NATO has refused to close the door 
on Ukraine joining them. And Putin does not want NATO at his back door. Oh, he's saying that now. He's been saying that for years. And he said that in uh, Crimea before he went in there. Right. Um, You know, so... You know, we bear some uh, some fault. For, you mean the U.S. government? Uh, yeah, 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 the U.S. I government mean, the, bears some fault. Yeah, the, the strategic. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious the strategic. Uh, you know, reasons that you know Putin doesn't want you know a, a hostile neighbor, right? Effectively, because that's mm-hmm. kind of what Ukraine has become. But at the same time, it's not the first country he's invaded in recent years. He's he's also invaded a, a Georgia, I believe. Supposedly, at least according to uh, Putin. In some of the statements that he's been making, uh, that you know they were promised that NATO would not continue to expand after the fall of the Soviet Union, and which they were, it has. Yeah, that's true. There, there was. I mean, there was a non-binding promise, effectively, which is meaningless. Sure, that they you mean a expand. lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't that what a non-binding <laughs> promise? Absolutely, <is? laughs> absolutely spot on. You hit the yeah. mark. No. Oh, and by the way, there was uh, a image that came out today. That was apparently, I think, the border of Poland to Ukraine. So Poland is one of the countries that borders uh, Ukraine on the northwest uh, side there. And the claim was that NATO is sending in truckloads full of quote-unquote supplies, which you know it's weapons, <laughs> yeah. uh, into Ukraine. So, I mean, NATO mm. is apparently moving into NATO, Ukraine that's I, I heard, as we speak. I heard the United Isn't States, I believe, had, you know, supplied them with, but I think the United States was more blatant as to what they were sending in terms of arms. So I wow. think they like, uh, I don't know if it was rocket launcher. It was something, it was something very obviously to fight uh, Russia, right? Like they weren't, they weren't mm. playing games. They were using the words. They weren't, they weren't shy about the words they were using. I guess when you buy Joe Biden and his crackhead kid, you get what you pay for. <laughs> I've been trying for a long time to convince some of my relatives that the dollar is eventually going to become worthless. And they always keep telling me, well, it doesn't matter. And so I was almost wondering, like, it doesn't how matter. Try- yeah. Well, are they already really highly invested in gold and silver and cryptocurrency or other no, investments? No, nothing. No. They okay. only have stocks. Oof, that's probably not a good plan. Um, so you tried to tell them what? Basically, the dollar is a fiction of your imagination. and The only reason why it has any value to you at all is because you fake, fakely trust it. Because of the decree that it has any value. Okay. Explain I mean, the term fiat and everything to them. I mean, they they probably value it because other people will accept it. <laughs> if nobody will yes. accept it, then they were they're not going to. Uh, well, it's not going to be very useful to them either. Do they uh, notice the fact that prices are going up? Have they taken? You know, aw- are they aware of that? Yeah, but they try to ignore that too. They're like, oh, that's just that's happened before. It doesn't matter. Well, it, it certainly Nothing has happened before. I mean, that's because the dollar's supply is constantly being inflated. Um, I mean, I guess as long as you're not saving the money, it, you're, it might not be as big of a deal. Because... Yeah, are they are they spenders? Do they spend every single dollar that they paycheck receive? Paycheck to paycheck? No. I consider younger people generally uh, to be better prospects. They're less set in their ways than people who you know are are in their retirement age. I usually so. look for people who are at a, at a teachable point because. It it changes depending on where you are and where you are in your life. It's, yeah. you know, when you start, you know, when I hear people expressing surprise or 
observing things that, um, you know, that that we can explain. Like, my God, these prices. Yeah, right? exactly. Or, or you know, what are they do? Why are they pushing these masks? They don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's. I I look for somebody who's who's at least considering taking the red pill. The CDC, by the way, has offered uh, offered guidance. They're strongly recommending that nobody uh, that that we take the blue pill, not the red pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, uh, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, and so you're at a, a young, you know, part, point in your life at which you gotta get over the idea that the odds are you're probably never gonna change your uh, your family's mind about things. The truth is, the dollar is worth less than it was ten years ago or even a year ago. So it is constantly becoming worth mm. less. Just that when people hear worthless, they think you know zero, and odds are it isn't gonna jump to zero in you know two weeks. They mm. they've got their plans and they've got their their means of stretching this thing out as long as they can benefit from it. And bet you better believe they plan to benefit. Uh, as much as they can from printing as many dollars into circulation and as possible. And the other thing is, it's been going on for a hundred years. Yeah. So people are used to the idea that prices just rise over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But that's not the case in a free society. In a free society, um, at least the expectation is, as technology increases, if the value of your money stays constant prices should be falling correct and wages should be rising and that includes like you know things that you don't think of as technological right like i mean we can see it in television sets that's that's still happening today mm-hmm. but uh even like a bottle of rubbing alcohol should be cheaper over time than rather than more expensive because the manufacturing technology becomes more efficient the yeah. supply chain sides become more efficient and in and indeed after you adjust for inflation uh, and in fact, I think even in sometimes in raw numbers or raw prices, things like that are indeed cheaper now. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Anybody who knows anything about money uh, is going to tell you diversify, diversify, diversify. <laughs> that way, when uh, you know whether it's stocks or you know stocks go you know down or whatever, if you've got a, you know a nice selection of assets uh, that you've invested in, you're less likely to be impacted as as badly. The only person I can think of is who uh, speaks badly about diversification is Warren Buffett. Hmm. He says diversification is for people who don't know what's going on. I don't know. Most people don't, well, don't know what's going on. But the problem is you never... Because you don't know. The yeah, thing it, is, <laughs> he's got a direct line from the politicians mm-hmm. telling him what they're going to do in advance. They lie to the rest of us. Yeah, but I mean, even the politicians don't always know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, if, if you know... They don't, don't know, know what's going to happen, a nuke but goes they know off. what they're going to do you know, with Fed rates. They know... 
Yeah. They know they're going to print more money. You yeah, guarantee I, that's that. true. That's true. But um, and I don't with know. a it's war, like, they're going to be printing even more than they were. Yeah, I mean, there's there's still some mm-hmm. things that are like outside of one's you know uh, vision, even if you're sure. a government. Well, yeah, you don't know what all the black swan events might be, but you yeah. know they're going to come. That's racist. <laughs> For listeners that don't know, the black swan is the idea of this kind of unusual occurrence, right? Like that the idea you don't see black swans very often, uh, but they do happen. They do exist. And you know there's going to be some sort of unpredicted event. Yeah, I just wanted to give you some updates. So here... Um like uh, everything is dark at night, no streets are lighted up, like everybody is on lo- under a lockdown. Mm-hmm. We are staying at home. Um, and um, uh, since yesterday morning, we are hearing some like bombs burst, I guess, or maybe, uh, or maybe I don't know, maybe they're shooting from tanks. Uh, not very close to me pretty far, I guess, at, at the border, mm-hmm. not in the city yet, but everybody is kind of like freaking out a bit. Not me. I'm just staying at home. At least nobody's having COVID anymore. Right. Now now they're locking people down yeah. for an actual war <laughs> uh, in this case. Now, as I understand it, there is a curfew in place. Is that nationwide or is that just in uh, you know the cities like Kiev or is there a curfew where you are? Uh like we have like a warrior state in here, like over all of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the war techniques is coming closer to the border, and actually uh, Russia is invading not only from Russia but also from Belarus. Okay, like they attacked Kiev and some other cities uh, from the from Belarus. Like that, that was unexpected for many of us. Is Crimea considered its own country, or are they part of Russia now? I actually don't know. I, hmm. I, no, no, no. They it, are a part of Russia. It was yes, they are because I remember, I remember uh, Putin was uh, declaring like in 2014 or where, where they became Russia. Like Russia is now uh, uh, taking their old region back like we are having our crime Crimea region back to Russia with us as it always was I remember they declared something like that what were you going to say Chris yeah so as I understand it uh, the claim was separatists Russian backed separatists invaded uh, Crimea and then uh, they declared independence and then uh, that got folded into Russia so it's part of Russia Russia? yeah as I understand again this is not recognized by the international community but it is well if it's recognized by russia <laughs> it's effectively part of russia again uh, and Re- russia obviously recognizes it as part of their territory now do you think uh, uh yeah. galena as far as what happened with donetsk and luhansk in 2014 declaring independence do you think that that was legitimate do you believe that the people the the majority of the people in those areas did want to separate from uh, or do want to separate from ukraine I actually don't believe that the majority did want to separate. Now, Galena, you unfortunately are, uh, you know, sitting there in the second most uh, mm-hmm. populated city there in uh, Ukraine. Are you hiding? Uh, they're saying the mainstream media is saying people are hiding in basements uh, because they're, you know, obviously concerned about bombs being dropped and that sort of thing. What is what is it like there right now for you? 
so many people they uh, went to some other regions where they don't hear the birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, lots of people like they pack suitcases, especially those who have children, and they just stand away. Uh, I am actually sitting in my apartment, mm-hmm. but some people they uh, hide in the basements. That's true. Like uh, because I look what happens out of the window. And yesterday, many people from the uh, building neighboring neighboring building they went to the basement. I'm not sure if it's a good idea because, uh, you know, they say if uh, the bomb uh, drops on your building, then you're going to be buried under that building if you're in I don't know if there's a good place to do. Yeah, where's the best place to be if a bomb drops on your building? I suspect nowhere. (laughs) Someplace else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the situation there with the internet right now? Uh, has the has any internet connections been cut? I presume you're calling us over an internet connection right now. Do you have access to uh, to uh, online? Uh, I have access today. Yesterday morning, I woke up, uh, got message from uh, my coworker that we don't work today. Was thinking, all right, gonna have a nice quiet day at home. Opened my laptop and realized that there's no internet. But mm. it got back uh, till at night. It got back yesterday night, and tonight, today, I, I have uh, internet. Everything is fine. Okay, good. And um, and I'm calling you not from the internet, just from my mobile. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, how did you? Uh, are you a listener of pre, uh, Free Talk Live previously? Have you listened to this show for some time, or are you new to the the program? What What's your history with us? Yeah, I was listening to your show like uh, for a couple of years now. Bonnie would read quotes by by nobody. It was so just wasn't the same. I'm glad she did, but it wasn't the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was nice having a little bit of nobody flavor in the show, though. So uh, Bonnie did a real good job doing that research on those quotes. I I really appreciated her doing that. Yeah, too. it was really a nice touch. What did you? What were you calling about, Olivia? Tonight, besides you know welcoming nobody back. Oh, I was calling about you know same thing as everyone else. Inflation. It's it's been really distressing going to the store and seeing the prices go up every time. And it's it's something that like I've talked about with everyone I've talked to. We're all saying the same thing. Like, how is this? What are we supposed to do? And by crypto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Um, By crypto. I don't, know if was, <laughs> I don't know if it was yesterday, but Ian had talked about inflation just means uh, they're printing more money. That's right. And I was just wondering, like, where is it all going? Because I haven't really seen any of it. Nobody oh, yeah, yeah. Know. You won't get much of it at all. I mean, you, <laughs> you got a get little of bit of it, or, or most people did. Um, inflation takes time to hit, mm-hmm. and two years ago, when COVID started, they printed out like uh, three quarters of a billion dollar, or um, uh, it was like two trillion or something like that. Wasn't yeah, it? well, they they printed out like a fraction of a trillion, gave it to the American people. You made a statement today about Ukraine, and you were kind of getting into that with us. Can you kind of recap for our listeners just tuning in? Yeah, first thing, you know, the 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 Russian reaction is is excessive, way excessive, mm-hmm. completely wrong. Uh the initial success of it is an indication that Washington cannot protect New Hampshire because it obviously can't protect Ukraine. Uh and the third thing, the Ukraine and government Ukraine paid has, Biden a lot of money. Ukraine Hunter has Biden, made yeah. the 
Ukraine has made the invasion practical uh, by uh, all its gun control laws. Mm. Uh, they only have seven civilian guns, seven guns in the hands of civilians per 100 persons. Wow. That's compared to probably about 130 in New Hampshire per 100. It's 120, I think, on Wait, average. It's 130 States. per 100 people in New Hampshire. Is that what you just said? Roughly. It's <laughs> All right. <laughs> Somebody's going to have some spares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Now, to their credit, the Ukrainian government figured this out at the last minute and has finally authorized all its people, I think, to, to be armed pretty much wherever they go. Sure, but they're uh, also going to draft until, the, uh, the males into the military. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not but like yeah, they care until, about freedom. Wednesday evening, the Hudson Police Station was uh, open to open house. Uh, they were giving tours because there's a ballot uh, question for the town's voters uh, on uh, renovations. and. Uh, how to uh, remodel the place for uh, uh, you know more space, and so I went there and I asked a couple of questions while I was in uh, a guided tour group, <laughs> and uh, you know they're they're explaining uh, what the proposed renovations would be, and mm-hmm. you know you give them a tour, and then voters will know when they go to vote on March eighth. Now uh, they used to have just one detective division years ago when the joint was first built. And they're saying now there's three divisions, and one of them is the narcotics detectives division, and they're going to be uh, assigned their own room over here. And they're showing the map of the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked the question, well, if they're short on space, why don't they just simply discontinue drug enforcement altogether, and then they can use that space for crimes with victims? Nice question. I like the way you think. And uh, the enemy agent replied uh, about other crimes because, you know, I mean, if you're using fentanyl, if you're using uh, OxyContin, then uh, you're going to be committing these other crimes. And instead of prosecuting you for those crimes that have a victim, they'd rather, I guess they'd rather prosecute uh, you for the victimless crime. How many of you guys were part of the, uh, the crime spree, the victimless crime spree at your studio? Um, I was there. Yeah, I was. Cer- I was certainly there for it. Uh, Derek you and I got says I was one of his uh, one of his inspirations for moving here. <laughs> Did you feel like you were kind of like uh, molested in a weird kind of way by the government attacking you? Oh, yeah, I've been molested many times by the government. We had a doctor in the Cheshire County Jail. We used to call him Doctor Touch because. <laughs> Uh, you'd go to him with a sprained ankle and he'd want you to turn, turn your head and cough. It's oh, like, man. doc, well, I'm pretty sure it's not a hernia. Right there. Holy smokes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, my comparison is to Ukraine. You know, there's a certain government within your system at your studio, whether you know it or not, you know, whether it be captain kick butt or whatever. And, you know, Ukraine you know, you want to laugh at them here and there, but if you follow it pretty closely, they're being molested right now, and they're they're handing out guns to old women. And I don't think you guys have looked into it very much. I love you guys. What do you mean you know, we haven't looked into it? We've been covering Ukraine for the last few days it. in depth. There was a caller yesterday. Was that guy that just called in? I don't know. He's the one that mentioned that when... President Obama was in office, the Ukrainians asked for help. 
because they were fighting back and forth for eight years. And uh, what he said was that they sent Obama sent them boxes of blankets and some cans of uh, Band-Aid. What they were asking for was artilleries and ammunition and mm-hmm. bombs and guns. So that's what I sent him. Although, you know, I don't, I don't really know how true it is, but it makes sense because you know that <clears throat> Obama um, had the signatures and communist parties in America. They have, you know, they, they have a signing sheet. And then he signed up when they attended these communist party meetings. And no wonder he could care less if the Russians won. Okay, let me see if I'm following what you're saying here. You're saying, because you have to understand Sarah's call in the context of her other phone calls. If you're a brand new listener, you have no idea what she's referring to. Uh, Sarah is a communist, and she believes that Vladimir Putin is secretly a communist, and that the Russian government is a communist secret government, so secretly they're a communist government, and that they should... Impossible. Nobody's starving in Russia anymore. (laughs) You don't want to help people. You don't want to actually send people who, you know, want some help, some money, because you want the government to do everything, right? Like, you don't actually believe in communism. Well, you know something? That, you ask me why they, they take religious faith people now. Whatever the religious people believing in poor and starving and helping people is a communist value. No. No, 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 no. Communists force uh, people, who, people who help people out of charity, which is what most religions promote, do it voluntarily. That's what sharing is. What communists do is is they force unwilling other people at gunpoint to give up what they've earned. So it's the opposite of Christianity. Uh, nobody, I mean, Jesus never said, jack your neighbor's stuff <laughs> and give it to the poor. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're taking from the crony capitalists, the extortionists. No, the, they're taking from absolutely everyone. It's the cronies that they don't take from. Yeah. They take from the people who earn it. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.